It's time for Pitmaster and the Dog. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. Pitmaster and the Dog, so that means the Doc's right here. Number five. Number five. We're like old timers. Yeah, this is uh, we're doing this forever. Joe, are you getting nervous? Joe Rogan, are you getting a little nervous? Because we're uh, maybe not. How about Corolla? Adam Corolla and uh, no, and Doctor Drew. No, no, not I getting nervous. I don't no. think they're worried. You about will us. be though. Let me just say, you will be. All right, we're gonna talk about uh, uh, UFC uh, two seventeen, which is coming up, um, and we're gonna we're gonna just go over it real quick. Let's go over the card. Um, we're going to do something live when it's happening, so you can like watch the fights, but kind of listen to us at the same time, because we're going to be watching the fight too. Uh, we can't actually show the fight, because that would be like a no-no, and we'd probably get arrested and sent into prison, because that's, you know, you can't hijack like the pay-per-view and, and just put it out for free, but we are going to talk about it while we're watching it. Uh, first fight, let's, let's go right to the main card. The main event, Michael Bisping versus George St. Pierre. Who? How many guys actually thought George St. Pierre would ever even fight again? I mean, I, I honestly, I'm not saying I forgot about him, and I'm not saying he's irrelevant in any way, shape, or form, but he hasn't fought. What? He hasn't fought since 2013. Four years. More, oh, my more God. Than four years. Wait a second. He hasn't fought since 2013? That's mind-boggling. That's that's what you call... That's a, that's a break. That's, that's like a break. I, I think when he left, he said he was leaving, but he didn't really say he was retiring. So here he is. He, I'm, per, I'm personally excited about this fight. I, I watched a lot of his fights. Um... And to see him come back, I think it's pretty cool. And if you hear him talk about it, when he left fighting, he left for reasons, you know, no one really knows why he left, but he took a break. He was on top when he did it. Yeah. But also he talked about back then that he was he was clean. He was a clean fighter. He didn't do steroids. That's what he says. And that's what he says. And he was fighting people that were probably cheating, which is very possible, and using steroids. So he, he actually talked about olympic style testing back then which now is here which we've talked about on this show yeah or... so i think it's interesting that he comes back now maybe he feels like there's a reason to come back now because the sport has been cleaned up for the most part yeah um yeah that could be i always thought maybe because he was doing stuff he didn't want to get caught for but he left before they changed those rules. Yeah. So, yeah. but they were they were testing. They just weren't testing to the degree they're testing now. Right. right yeah. Right. Right. So, so I don't know. Who anyway, knows I, I think it's interesting. I think assuming what he says is true that he never did steroids and he felt like he was a clean fighter in a fighting game full of people cheating, that now he comes back and and people aren't using steroids. At least they are. They're getting caught. So. Yeah. I find that part of it, as a doctor, fascinating that now he's coming back. So I'm definitely rooting for him. Well, as a nurse, <laughs> he's got to go ahead, do John. <laughs> doctor thing. Remember Meet the Fockers? Oh, you didn't go for the MD, huh? 
Because remember, didn't, Fokker didn't was go a nurse. for the old MD Fokker. Anyway, okay. um, whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know who I'm going for. I really like uh, George. I think he. I think fighting and being a star changed him. It doesn't change some people much. Like I don't know. Like noticeably, at least, like Chuck. Chuck was always the same guy, blue collar guy, even at the top. Miocic too. Yeah, Stepik is like. You don't get more blue collar than that. I mean, the guy worked the week that he fought and defended his title. He worked that week. And then, like, he fought Saturday. He was back at work Thursday the next week. That's impressive. It's, 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 more than, it's crazy. Um, so what do you think? You think GSP has changed when he was no, I just, on top? I don't know. He just, like, talking to him, I really respect him. I, lo- I like the way he fights and... He just, he came across different. Like, I don't know, like, like some fighters do and some don't. Like, I don't think Michael Bisping did. He's a blue-collar guy, family guy. I mean, his freaking teenage kids run in the ring or the cage when he fights. Um, but I think it got to George and it got in his head and and he just seemed, it seemed to change him a lot. Um, and it just played with him. And then remember he was like, he was like seeing things or talking about aliens. He had some kind of crazy. Who was George Saint Pierre? Oh, really? Yeah, there was like a thing where he was. I don't know. It just seemed like he was acting a little strange for a while, and it could have been the pressure. Um, he had a lot of pressure on him. I mean, he was like. Well, what's his record? His record. He's, he's got. He's only lost a couple times. Yeah, he has. I think but he's then, lost twice. But then again, he had. He didn't fight much. Much towards the end and. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then he had, he didn't have he didn't have like a knockout in like nine fights. I mean a TKO or anything. I mean They were all decisions at the end? Yeah, towards the end, I mean he he just got known as not being the most exciting fighter, a safety first kind of guy, uh, a great wrestler. He he's known as being the best wrestler in MMA, um, without a pedigree of wrestling. So it's, it's like, he was the best MMA wrestler um, with the most takedowns. And he just had the best MMA wrestling, but he never wrestled in high school, well, he came college. From, from karate background, right? Yeah, he was, he's more of a karate guy, uh, Kyoshi Shinkai. Um, and he was known as a striker in the beginning of his career. And I don't know. I mean, he, he took a lot more chances. And, and, and towards the end of his career, he kind of got to be a safety first guy. Um, but he was still winning. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm excited. I mean, you're going to see what, what, um, what George St. Pierre comes back in. It's going to be exciting. Um, He's going to be a heavier joint. George St. Pierre, right? He's he's no. going up a weight class. No, he's oh he is, yeah, yeah. He's I think going he's going up uh, he's going up to eighty five. Yeah. Um and he was always a big seventy. Um but I don't know, there's so many there's so many variables, but he hasn't fought in four years, but he's been training the whole time. And I don't I'm not really big on ring ring rust. I think if you fight all the time, you are more comfortable in, in, in the cage. Um your conditioning definitely stays up. There's no better way of staying in shape, fighting shape, than fighting. So that's without a doubt. But some guys can take, uh, they could fight every three or four years and, and look like they just 
fought last week. And then some guys take, uh, you know, like six months off and they got tons of ring rust. So it's a it's an unanswered question that'll be answered uh, Saturday. It's gonna be that's gonna be a great fight. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Also, it's interesting. You know, he's been out for four years, so you think, oh, he's this older fighter, but he's younger than Bisping too. Even yeah. Though, even though he's been away from fighting for a while, he's he's a younger competitor here. He is younger, and he hasn't taken the. I don't think he's ever been. Oh, he has been stopped by uh, Sarah Matt Sarah I, I, and by Matt Hughes. Okay. Those were his but that two was losses. A, but that Matt, I think that was a tap out. Yeah, yeah. to Matt Hughes, I think he yes. lost his submission. Sarah, he was knocked out. Okay, but uh, but he'll be fighting a much naturally bigger guy um, at uh, in uh, Michael Bisping, who's been fighting a lot more recently. Um, so I don't know, man. What I mean, if Matt, I think if if George starts taking him down. And just holding him, it's going to be just like, it's going to be, I think it's going to be hard on, on Michael because his wrestling is, is good. I mean, it's better than average for an MMA fighter, but it's nowhere in, in, in the same league as George. But that could get so boring. I'm just, please don't do that, George. Please, just make it a fight. You know. <laughs> so, I mean, take him down, pound him if you want. Take him down, submit him. But please don't take him down and hold him. So that's, that's, that would be the only thing I worried about for this fight. Other than that, I'm looking forward to just... I, I'm, I just am looking forward to seeing the contrast and styles. Michael Bisping is so less polished than uh, George St. Pierre. He's so tough. Um, and he comes back... He's come back from some brutal beatings to win. Um, and George St. Pierre has, has shown incredible toughness in the past as well but like i said just recently just his last not recently because he hasn't fought for four years but in his last like eight or nine fights he just he's been a safety first fighter so you know i try to win and and i think it's going to be a great fight did you see the odds on that fight no what are they i think he's gsp's favored to win that fight i don't know about how much Uh, i heard that yesterday so i think that's interesting also, but anyway, I, I, that's probably the fight I'm most excited to see. Hopefully, like you said, it'll be a good fight. Yeah, I, to me, I'm interested to see that fight because it's an anomaly. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm not as interested in seeing that fight as I am. The, I think the mo- the fight I want to watch the most, even though uh, Dillashaw and Garbrandt is going to be very, very interesting. Um I'm not, and Joanna and Rose is going to be a really interesting matchup as well. Um, but I'm most interested to watch Stephen Wonderboy Thompson against uh, Jorge Masvidal. I think that fight will be. Uh, I think that fight will be the most interesting one to watch. So, when who is uh when's the last time Rose? Yeah, Rose and uh, and Joanna they fought recently. So, huh. Okay, that's interesting. That'll be an interesting fight. I mean, I think the Jorge fight should be one above that one, above the uh, Joanna fight. But that Joanna fight will be a good fight. TJ TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt. I mean, they both have similar ish styles. There's um, they're both really good wrestlers, really good strikers. 
Um, defend a takedown really well. I don't know on this one. This one's like... I don't know. The only the only thing that, that, that concerns me with Cody is his recent back situation. I think he's had a knee issue too. But it's mainly his back. I mean, he's been out for a while with his back. Well, these two were supposed to fight before. And then it was... And then Cody's back. Right. So... Hoping he's one hundred percent healthy. That's that's gonna be an interesting fight. Like that's gonna be probably the highest level fight. I think. Um, I think that'll be the highest level fight. Um, they're all super. Like, can you imagine Jorge Jorge Masvidal versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson? I can't even imagine the strategy of that fight. I can't even picture how they're gonna fight. The only thing I'm thinking is Jorge Masvidal, who beats almost everyone standing, uh, has great takedown events. He also has really good takedowns, which people don't really know as much about because you don't see him. I don't know, man. I think he might need them against Steven Wonderboy Thompson. I don't know. Other than that, I don't know what kind of fight they would have. That's like that's a, a really interesting matchup. The matchmakers, I think, are unbelievable in the UFC. So I don't I don't know how that fight's gonna play out, um, and the Cody Garbrandt fight. There's gonna be a lot of fancy footwork. There's gonna be a lot of combinations. There's gonna be a lot of exciting non-fighting in that fight. In other words, there's gonna be a lot of exciting things going on, besides just the actual punching, kicking, takedowns, etc. Because both of these guys have unbelievable movement. I think those two guys. Probably in all the weight classes short of um, with Dominic Cruz. You put Dominic Cruz and, and, and these guys, I mean, the, the, the footwork and the head movement and, and, the, and the, just the awkward way that they, they, they get out of the way of punches and they get into punches and get away of takedowns. It's gonna, this fight is going to be crazy. You know, Cody Garbrandt, did you watch him fight uh, when he fought Cruz? Remember he's doing, I mean, he just, everything he did was just, just, it looked perfect. It was, it was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Uh, not, not in competitive wise, like not a brawl, but just one of the best one-sided fights I've ever seen. And Cody, Cody Garbrandt had unbelievable movement. He landed a lot of punches. They had great everything, but his movement was the best. I think that was the best movement I've ever seen in a fight. Do you remember it? Yeah, yeah. It was it was unbelievable to watch. Yeah, this is that'll be another good fight. But another, you know, you see these guys, you know, talk this fight up and talk about the fight a lot. I just kind of want to see it. <laughs> yeah, they don't. That irritates me. Not irritates me, but it bothers me when two guys really don't like each other. I love when guys play. Um, I love when guys sell a fight. I love stuff like McGregor, Ali. Um, some of the guys that really talk well. Um, but I hate when two guys really hate each other. That bothers me. Well, I like to see them respect each other, especially when the fight's over. That yeah. They respect each other as competitors and not hate each other and not pull antics like in the last fight where you mock the crowd. And I hate that stuff. I can't stand. Was... I, I think it, it's bad for the sport. I think, I think fighters do it to try to sell themselves and try to sell the fight. But after a fight's over... 
to just say mean things about an entire country and entire people just to try to sell yourself as a fighter just makes me not want to see that guy fight. People yeah. say, I want to see him fight and lose. I want to see that guy lose, so I'm going to go buy a ticket. I don't know. I just don't want to see him fight because I just don't. I don't think he respects the sport, and I don't. No. I don't I, like that. I love to see a fight like Conor McGregor. He talks a lot of trash. And they hug after. And they hug after, and they respect each other as fighters, even if he wins or loses. Yeah. I respect that. You know, he can talk all the trash he wants. You don't have to listen to it. But to get you know to yell at people after the fight, trying to call someone out, it, it turns into a whole. It's, it's just a, whole a bunch country. of antics. Well, that was a whole nother. That thing, was but. that was crazy, and or like. Or like Ronda did. Like, Ronda wouldn't even, like, acknowledge her, her opponent after yeah, a fight. Like she that. wouldn't shake their hand. She wouldn't hug them. And she was like... And then people like like McGregor, such a big buildup. I mean, throwing stuff at each other and all that. But the second the bell rang, the final bell, or, you know, the fight was over, they showed ultimate respect. And, so, and yeah. so you can you come back around and go, okay, this guy's... You know, he's a martial artist. He's, he just sold the fight. Yeah, yeah, he sold the fight. But I, I hate to see it when they are just being mean and it, nasty. And it's just it's not fun for me. I don't like to see that part of it. So when you look at the card and you go, oh, these guys, this guy's the bad guy. This guy's the good guy, whatever. I don't know. I think if they respect each other as, as competitors, it's a lot more fun to watch. Yeah. For yeah. me. For me. That's my No, opinion. I do. I, I, I definitely don't like when people show disrespect. And that's one of the, I mean... I love to watch Ronda Rousey fight, but it was like the disrespect she showed to her opponents, especially after she beat him, was like, they're trying to, you just beat him and they're trying to shake your hand or hug you and you're, you're like, like snubbing them off. That was, to me, that was tacky. But I don't, I don't know about TJ Dillashaw and uh, Cody Garbrandt. I hope they, I hope they show respect. He's a very, um, I've talked to both these guys. I don't know him that well, but. They seem like really respectful guys, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope they do. George Saint Pierre is a little quirky, but he's because he's so good. I mean, genius. Look at look at guys like Michael Jackson. I mean, guys guys that are a just little quirky. Yeah, guys <laughs> that are so quirky. good. Let's not get into what he was doing, but I'm just I'm talking about the quirkiness. Like people that are just so good at something, and they're so genius at what they do. I mean, usually those guys are a little on the quirky side, you know? Do you think, so GSP, I, I don't know much about him and the whole aliens thing, but... Yeah, it was a weird <laughs> thing, but <laughs> he was, into that. he's a super respectful, respectable, just a great guy. I mean, he's like squeaky clean from the outside. And How and, many guys come into the, into the fight in a gi? I mean, you think he's going to do that? He can't anymore. No, no, like not into the ring, but, you he know... He can't even bring it in anymore. You can't even bring no. it in at all? Yeah. No. No, you yeah. can't. The, the, well, unless they're changing things now after the new ownership, but with the Reebok thing, you have to only wear a Reebok t-shirt. Unless Just to the ring from, from outside, you have to you, wear it. Yeah, you can't Oh, wear that's it. terrible. Well, uh, I think, uh, you know, he, he talks about some of the changes. You know, he's been gone for four years, so yeah. you talk about the changes in, in, in at least testing and cleaning up the sport, but also he, he was a little bit vocal about the weigh-in. And he didn't like it. He said, you weigh in too early. His point was, I don't like it. It gives people a chance to cut even more weight. Yeah. And it's maybe more dangerous. And then now you have more time to recover and be a lot more, you know, weigh a lot more than your weight class, basically. You, you can you can take it to another extreme, which, yeah, you have more time to recover, but now you, people can maybe cut even more weight. What do you think about that? I think it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I think, and I think the way around that, the only way around that is... Um, because 
then if you move the fight, if you move the way in later, then it gives the other guy the advantage, the guy that doesn't cut as much weight. So I think it, I think the only way around that would be there should be more weight classes. I mean, for some reason they they tried to they tried to model or copy the 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 boxing uh, weight class names, but they're not the same weight classes. Like welterweight and boxing is one forty seven, and then then there's there's middleweight that's one sixty, but but in between there there's junior middleweight and then that's one fifty four. So you got from 140, so you got seven pounds instead of 15 pounds. So from 170 to 185, I mean, that's a big jump, you know? So sometimes you're caught where you can't really make 170 anymore, right? But then 185 is a stretch. And the guy that's making 185 is coming down from 200. So, I mean, there's a lot of disparity in the weights. So I, th I think there should be more weight classes. I but think. how does that solve it? Because the reason you're cutting so much weight is for an advantage. Otherwise, right. why would you do it? So you're cutting weight to look like you weigh less than you're going to weigh when you're fighting. Right. So if you have more weight classes and I'm cutting from 200 to 185, I'm still going to cut from 200 to 185 so that I can fight at 185. So no, no, no. Because that, okay, because then the 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 guy who's coming up but can't make it down to the, the next one down, right? So then there's one in the middle. He can make that one. So, like, for, say say St. Pierre. If there was a... If this was... Say say there was welterweight. So he's 147. So he'll go to... Instead of going all the way 147, you know, say it's one, one, uh, 165, he could go to 154, so he could go there, and then the guy that's coming down that far, he's not going to try to go all the way down there anymore. He'll go from uh, 185 to, you know, he'll go to 175. But my thought was if, if you're doing it for an advantage, you still want to get as much advantage as you can get, which is you cut as much weight as you can. Right. So, so now, now the weight-ins the weigh are in the evening, so the, now you can't do that. So you... No, so now they'll make the weights weight classes later. Oh, okay. Because you have less to cut, so then they're you're going to be more of a righteous. So weight. you could you could do two things. You mean move the yeah. weight weigh in later plus make more weight classes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can't do one without the other because then it would still be, you know, it would still be crazy. But like in boxing, which has been for years and years and years, the weight class the weigh ins are usually later, and there's less of a weight, uh, and there isn't you don't see the big discrepancies in weight um, like in boxing that you do in MMA because there's more weight classes. So like we, you have, you have flyweight, featherweight, bantamweight, you know, those, all those weights in boxing, but they're different. So I, I just think they should, if they're going to, um, if they're going to uh, copy their, their weight classes, they should make them the same weight. Like welterweight should be, what welterweight is in boxing because and the reason they don't is because in the beginning there was no weight class then they were only going to do like two or three and then they started adding more then they started using the boxing terminology so i don't know i think it's kind of I, I think it's a little uh it's not dialed in all the way yet but i think it's getting there and i think if they made some more weight classes put some more weight classes in 
uh, like junior weight classes, then they could move the weight class the weigh-ins later, and then people are going to be closer to their original their their actual weight when they step in the cage, and there won't be that much advantage. And they'll right now, even with the weight classes as far apart as they are, you still see these fighters jumping weight classes. They're fighting in this weight class, and then they're fighting in that weight class, or they fight at a catch weight. So there's already movement now. Maybe there'd be more. You think there'd be more movement of fighters? A lot more. Finding their where they want to fight, where they want to be. Yeah, and there'd be more. There'd be much more multiple class winners. Like, you know, you could win more weight classes more often. Like somebody like um, somebody like um, uh, BJ Penn. BJ Penn was 155, but he went to 145, right? But then he fought at 155. He fought at 170. I don't know if he ever fought at 185, but he also fought at 205. No, really. He would just fight anyone, any weight, any, you know. But most guys aren't like that. Most guys do much better in their in their own weight class. So I think if there was more weight classes, um, I think there'd be a better competitive, uh, adv- not advantage to being a better weigh-in cutter than just be a better fighter. What do you think about it watering down the sport and there being too many champions? You have too many, you have so many weight classes, there's a champion, you know, there's too many of them. Yeah, I mean... That right would... now the rosters are pretty deep, though. I don't know how many are in each weight class, but they rank, what, top 15 or something. I think I think even with, okay, there's 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 like 12, 15 weight classes in boxing, right? Um how watered down is that? I don't think it's real. I don't think it's very watered down. What waters it down isn't the weight classes. What waters it down is the associations. Like if you're in boxing, they had the WBA and then the WBC, and boom, everybody was like, you know, you're a champion. Then they had the WBO. The they had like five more. So that watered down who the heavyweight champion was, because then there'd be a heavyweight champion in like six different associations. But if it was just the UFC, and they had, say they doubled their weight classes now, nothing's going to be watered down, because, let me tell you why, because people still will gravitate to what fighters they think are the best. Even even with all of the, the alphabet soup in, in boxing, you know, people would say, I know Sugar Ray Leonard. I know Mike Tyson. You know, I lo- you know they, 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 they had their favorite fighters. And no matter how many weight classes they are, they're still going to be the fighters that, the, that rise to the top. That's true. That is true. And boxing is definitely more of a mess with, uh, with different promotions. Yeah, and boxing has tons of promotions. And, and this, it's a whole different sport. And the UFC, I think, has done an unbelievably great job of being the promotion, the managerial, the matchmaking, the—I mean, everything—and and the 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 the, uh, the the commission. I mean, they're not all those things, literally, but they act as them in different ways. Well, I think the uh, interesting thing about that is the matchmaking is how these matches get made. For me, you know, watching this, you see the different fighters fight and. You see different fighters call each other out. I yeah. want to fight you. I want to fight for the belt. You know, I, you know, and they try to influence who they're going to fight. And the better they are, they probably more the influence they have. But the UFC is making those matches. I don't know who has ultimate say. When someone like GSP comes back, who's making that match? Dana. 
or is GSP saying, I'll come back, if, and is he getting to pick who he fights? You know, has he earned enough? And, and for him to come back, he's going to be such a draw. Does he get to pick? You know, does he look at all these people and go, I want to fight that guy because I have yeah. the best chance Well, of anyone can do that, and, and he definitely can. I don't know if he did on this one. Maybe he wants the... Well, yeah, because it's a title fight, right? It's a title fight, but it's a title fight not in a weight class he previously fought. Right, but I think he's gained some weight in the past four years. He, I don't know if he can make 170 again. I mean, he looked pretty. he's a pretty big 170. He's pretty buffed out, but... Yeah, he gets to call it. And, and Michael Bisping, um, I don't know if he had any say-so. Michael Bisping has a lot of, a lot of pull, too. Um, he doesn't have, like, the star quality recognition of uh, George St. Pierre, but he's definitely a star, and he's a champion. Well, you've been in this situation, though, with, with your fighters. So when you have a fighter and, they, and the UFC brings a fight to you, what, what do you get to do? I mean, some fighters, I imagine, take everything they offer yeah. them, and some fighters say no to stuff. Yeah, a lot of fighters... Um, I know this firsthand. A lot of fighters go, eh, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like the uh, the location of the fight. Um, I don't like that fighter right now. Uh, could we find someone else? And then if the if the if the UFC leans hard and says, no, I want you to fight this guy, then you have to do it. Okay. But usually, I'll say almost all the time, you go, eh, I don't really like that one. Can you find someone else? They'll they'll usually. Go and look for someone else okay. and say, how about this guy? And then if you turn that guy down, they'll just go, okay, you're not fighting for six months then. Okay. They'll just put you on the shelf. But if it's someone like George St. Pierre, there's managers involved and there's other people that get a little bit involved, but it's still the UFC that's making the, the final decisions. But the fighters get to say, and even more than before, um, much more now, a lot of fighters... Um, a lot of fighters call out other fighters, especially with social media, which wasn't really around much. You know, when Chuck was around, uh, they call each other out, and then the fights are made that way. There's a lot of fighters fights made on Twitter, so Twitter fights. Yeah, and then so I think I think, but I think the 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 promote the matchmakers on in the UFC are geniuses. I think I think they really do their homework and they do a great job. Well, and that what proves that is you end up watching fights that you don't think are going to be that good, and then they turn out to be great. And then some fights you think are going to be great on paper, too, and I don't know, they don't always turn out that way. So Sometimes, yeah. But, yeah, but, okay. But that being said, the fight's coming up Saturday. Uh, they, I'm hoping they're pretty good. There's I, I'm going to watch them from a hotel room in L.A. because I'm driving to L.A. because we're all flying to Hawaii, and we want to. F my wife wants to fly out of L.A. Um, so we're driving to L.A., and we're gonna get and Saturday night, and we're gonna get a hotel, and then we we and then we're gonna drive to the the airport Sunday morning and leave early Sunday morning. But so we're gonna watch the fights in the hotel room. I, it's much more fun to like watch them in a local bar, which we've been doing when we're in LA. Um, but we got the kids, and and we want to do the podcast, so we're gonna watch it from the hotel room. And we're going to be doing a live video or at least audio while we're watching the fight. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited about that. This fight is, is, it seems super stacked. I mean, I'm really super jazzed about Michael Bisping. What's he going to do? I don't even know his strategy, what, what it should be. He's going to want to, the, I mean, the only strategy I see him having is a long jab and just keeping it standing and turning it into a, uh, 
war. How is he going to prevent the takedown from GSP, though? I mean, that's going to be what happens. Yeah, he's going to have to use a lot of lateral movement and use his length um, and try to catch him coming in. I, once he gets taken down, it's, I hate to say it because, I mean, I love wrestling. I love all that. The good When it, when it works on the ground, they, they really you know, make it exciting. But George St. Pierre just hasn't lately, and there's nothing worse than just taking someone down and laying on them. And it's just like, it, it's just, I don't know. I don't like that, but whatever. I, I, let's just hope for the best for that one. Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw, I have no clue how this fight is going to go. I just know for a fact there's going to be unbelievable speed, unbelievable movement, unbelievable amount of combinations. It's going to be great. Um, and then Steven Thompson against George Jorge Masvidal. I have no clue. The only thing I'm thinking is Steven's going to try to stay away from him and use a lot of pot shotting and, and, and sidekicks and jabs and, and fast length. And I think Masvidal is going to actually try to take him down. The one that I don't really, I'm not really interested in, I hate to say this because I really like to watch Johnny Hendricks fight. I've never heard of uh, Paulo... And Ricky Costa, he's ten and zero, so he's 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 undefeated, um, and I don't know. I, that, put, put your faith in the matchmakers. Maybe it'll be a great fight. Yeah, it could be the best fight of the night. Um, but you know they're fighting at eighty five because Hendricks, we know about him and weight cuts. I don't think he's ever made seventy. I don't think he's fought at seventy for like eighteen years, but I don't think he's ever actually made the weight once. Has he? No? I have no idea. <laughs> no. I have no idea. He has, actually. But uh, he, <laughs> very seldom. He doesn't make the weight more than he does. But So it's going to be a great night, guys. I mean, Stephen Thompson and Jorge Masvidal. I mean, it's like... That should be a main event. Uh, Joanna and Rose. That's a very interesting fight. I don't know if it should be the main event. But it's a freaking... It's definitely a... Very interesting fight. How long ago did they fight? You have it on there. They fought, right? I mean, so she won one. Was it a decision? Uh, oh, that was uh, no. That's the upcoming one. Yeah, when did they fight? I don't, uh, did they fight? Maybe not. I thought they did. Yeah. Didn't they fight once? You guys, you guys know. I don't see it. Maybe they didn't fight. Yeah, maybe they didn't fight. I thought they did once, but uh, maybe it was a different... Uh, maybe it was that Carolina. I'm mixing up the, the Polish girls. But anyway, um, so it's going to be an unbelievable night, guys. So I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Cody Garbrandt, TJ Dillashaw, I, I, it's, it's going to be phenomenal. So I don't know, guys. What do you think? Who do you think is going to win the main? Yeah, I'm putting you on a uh, me? spot. Yeah. Oh, I, I GSP. I'm going for GSP, which okay. means you can root for Bisping. <laughs> I, I never give picks. Okay. <laughs> Who do you pick between Cody and uh, TJ? Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. I think that's going to be an interesting fight. I don't that's going to be a crazy fight. fight. I, I can't. That's that's that should be a main event right there. That should be a pay per view main event in itself. I would pay for that main event. Okay. What about this one? I think I'd give it to the champion. Joanna? Okay, that's fair. I would probably do that. All right, Steven Wonderboy Thompson against Jorge Masvidal. I don't know. That's a, that's a close one. I don't, I don't know either on that one. I don't know. I, man, I don't know. 
That's gonna be a good fight. Okay. Hendricks against Paulo. I don't even know. I don't even know Paulo. I've never seen him fight. But I'm going with Hendricks just because he's the the truck. What's he the diesel? Diesel train? No, what's his nickname? That was Shaq. No, it's uh <laughs> Shaq. Big Rig. Big Rig. <laughs> you were close. Speaking of big rigs, you know uh what's his name? The other guy, Riggs. Remember uh he used to fight in the UFC. He just fought in Russia this last week. I forget his first name, Rig. Something rig. But anyway, you check that out. Somebody fought in, somebody fought in Russia. Because I know uh, Kyle lost. One of my, one of my, one of, my, one of uh, Glover's fighters lost in Russia. I guess it was a brutal fight. Uh, he lost a decision. So anyway, that's how we got, that's how we got this uh, on this podcast. We, we're, we, we, we're doing the countdown to UFC 217. We'll be doing it live. Um, uh, check us out. I don't know. Give us, give us a question if there's anything you want us to cover. We need more interactions with you guys. So give us a question like a medical. He's a doctor. He's a medical doctor. He'll answer any question you have as long as it's about some kind of orthopedic or sports, sports medicine. <laughs> yeah, Don't get crazy fun. and shit. Because, you know, Heather with her bleeding thing. Remember she had that bleeding thing? I'm sure she would love you talking about this. Yeah, yeah and I'm not going to talk <laughs> about it. But let me just put it this way, guys. A normal hemoglobin's like 12 or 13 for a female. Hers got down to 5. And, and you told her she was fine, right? <laughs> I didn't say she was fine, but I'm a nurse. I mean, I'm an ER nurse. So to me, you got to be like laying there like unconscious for me to think it's a big deal. So she's like barely walking around the house. She goes, you know, she has this bleeding problem. And it's like, uh, should I go to the hospital yet? I go, hon. Are you serious right now? It's like freaking, uh, we got to go watch Game of Thrones. All right? All right, let's, let's get some steaks on and let's go. The, the best part of the story is finally with a hemoglobin of five, which is, what, a third of what you should have of the blood circulating in her body. She's down to a third. All right, so finally they need to go to the hospital. John gets in the passenger seat so Heather can drive herself to the hospital. <laughs> That's the best part of the story. No, but let me... Okay, for my defense, because I'm a terrible driver, and I wanted her to get there safely, number one. Number two, she likes... When Heather always drives. Always, because I'm a terrible driver. So, like, I get in the passenger side. I say, yeah, we better go to the doctor's. So we get in the passenger side, and then Heather, like, stands there in the passenger side. She goes, you're driving. I go, you seriously want me to drive? You must be sick. So right then, out of all the stuff that was going on with her, that second, that split second that she wanted me to drive, I knew that this poor woman is really compromised. So she's, I took her. She's all right. You took care of her. I took care. I we her hemoglobin's back up to like thirteen now. God, quit, quit the belly aching. I had to hear this in lunch. We had. We brought some friends to lunch, and she was telling everybody, oh, he's a nurse, but uh, he kept telling me I'm fine. And Anyway. She's still here. All right. Anyway, so if uh, people have questions, SoundCloud, you can, I know you can ask questions on there, probably on YouTube. Ask some questions. Ask questions for me, medical questions, sports medicine questions. I'm ask John. Nurse, nurse. Fighting questions. Nursing questions. Nursing. I'm a nurse. Fighting questions, relationship questions. All right, John. All right. Good job, number Thanks five. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks.